This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Scott Chance back with us this morning. Now, Scott, we talked about shoplifting earlier. We certainly got people thinking about that because I got a ton of response. Now we're talking about fraud. Yeah, and the difference, of course, is that shoplifting is kind of in our faces. We see it and we know that it's affecting our bottom line. But fraud, and this is what got me about this this issue. It's a recent report from StatsCan about how much fraud there actually is in Canada. It's so dramatically underreported. It happens to all of us. Like we all have had our phone ring. It's a number we don't know when we answer it. And it's, hey, it's the government of Canada revenue agency and we need your credit card. We all have a story like that, right? Everyone. Oh my gosh, yes. But none of that ever goes reported. The numbers are so, so, so small. And it's one of the most common crimes in in Canada. So I wanted to know more. I thought it was worth investigating, especially because uh, so many people in our lives are becoming victims of this and not talking about it. So I talked to Dr. Bernie Garrett. He's the Associate Director of Infrastructure and Technology at the UBC School of Nursing. So it's nursing, but obviously healthcare is where a lot of fraud takes place. So he's really, really versed in this issue. And I started just by asking him, like, what, like, what actually qualifies something as fraud? Well, fraud is a very broad term, and it includes um, various things, uh, including any type of activity that um, presents mistruths or and is designed to basically uh, get um, money from people for services or goods um, that either don't exist or don't do what they're supposed to, um, or in many cases just to steal money um, from people with uh, falsehoods. So there's, there's a wide range of it, and it ranges from internet-based scams um, uh, to actual um, physical scams where people, um, you know, telephone people up and then with false calls demanding money for, for example, BC, um, Canada revenue, uh, things like that. Now, one of the things that is noted in this new uh, research is that um, while fraud is extremely prevalent, it's also extremely underreported. Why do you think that is? It's an interesting one, and the Canada Anti-Fraud Agency estimates that probably less than 10% of all fraudulent activity is actually reported to them. Um, And the reasons for this are are numerous, but one, people don't like uh, to admit they've been called out if they have been um, defrauded. And secondly, as well, often these things are for smaller amounts or things that people think are inconsequential and just put down to a bad experience so they don't report it. Uh, and I think the third thing is they're not convinced anything's going to ripped it. So those three things together sort of give rise to this underreporting of fraudulent activity. Wow. Okay. So um, how do we combat this? Well, my particular area is health 
scams and health fraud. And uh, so we sort of produce tools to help people evaluate the risk of deception with advertisements for false health products or services. Um, so that's one way of looking at it. But these things t tend to apply to other areas as well. Um, and so, for example, if there's, you know, if the people marketing particular products are uh, arguing, is it celebrity endorsed, then that, that should raise people's suspicions because celebrities don't often know a lot about, for example, healthcare, but another it, it, it's often a technique used to boost sales. Uh, claims of scarcity that you've only got one option to do this or, or, or you've got to act rapidly to, to make a decision um, should also raise suspicions. Um, in health as well, we see a lot of pseudo-technical language, made-up words and jargon to sort of make something sound sciencey or science up a product or service. Free gifts. And another thing that should raise suspicions where you get a sample of something um, in return for something else that you then feel obliged to engage with. Um, so they may give you something of little value, but then um, are asking you for um, to trust them and, and give them something of higher value. And we sometimes see that with, with the frauds in um, financial services where they'll, for example, give you a, a check which seems quite substantive, um, asking you to deposit it and then request a more larger amount shortly afterwards. Um, and the check, of course, bounces. Other things are that uh, socio-cultural memes used on the internet. People love, uh, like you use this product, for example, or in our healthcare, we often see the phrase, doctors don't want you to know this, which pops up in numerous uh, internet ads um, on online now, um, or uh, <laughs> anything that says that, uh, you know, this is something that health professionals um, are astonished by. Um, <laughs> guys to concerns so extraordinary claims before and after photos and testimonials for things as well um, all of these things can add up to, to making us um, engage in deceptive activities and so these are things people should look out for Wow. I mean, it's a scary thing. I guess the the advice, and I'm, I mean, please correct me here, but we should be reporting this. It is okay to say, um, you might feel a little bit silly, but to say, yep, I got duped because apparently a lot of us do. Yeah. And, and the, the trouble is, though, I mean, we, we've all probably, as I said, had these um, fake phone calls to money or credit card details or, or from Canada, um, Revenue Canada, <laughs> etc. The trouble is that, um, you know, it becomes a very time consuming activity if you have to record it. But we do have places like the Canada Anti-Fraud um, Centre, which uh, do actually uh, sort of look into these. So it is worth reporting. That's Dr. Bernie Garrett from the UBC School of Nursing talking talking about fraud. So even though it is a bit time consuming to do, you can and should report when you get these phone calls and emails and people try to scam you. What's scary is so much of what he described is like everything on the internet. Mm-hmm. Right? Totally. How they suck you in. It's all clickbait. Like we have it coming at us. No wonder we fall for it. It's at us all day long. Right. And the other piece there is us is all of us. So if you do end up getting duped, just know that you're not the first person and you certainly won't be the last. Oh, listen, I have double checked on some stuff that I thought, you know, that, wait, that seems so real. Oh, like yeah. They're, they're very good, very yes. good at scamming you. Thank you for that, Scott. Always you got a it. good warning. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.